0: السلام عليك زين الأنبياء السلام عليك إن الحمد لله حمدًا يليق بجلال وجهه وعظيم سلطانه اللهم لك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد إذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضاء ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا وحبيبنا وقرة أعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمدًا عبده ورسوله اللهم صلِّ وسلِّم وبارِك عليه وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين وأصحابه الأكرمين ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم وإياي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله تقوى الله الذي لا يقبل غيرها ولا يرحم إلا أهلها وَلَا يُثِيبُوا إِلَّا عَلَيْهَا وَأَحْسِنُوا يَرْحَمُكُمُ اللَّهِ إِنَّ رَحْمَةَ اللَّهِ قَرِيبٌ مِنَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ All praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator of the heavens and the earth, the all-knowing, the all-wise. We bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship save our Lord Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Lord of all creation. And we bear witness that our noble and beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam is his final prophet and messenger whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent as a seal of prophecy and a mercy to all the worlds. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to send his peace and blessings upon his noble beloved servant Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa wa sallam And upon his purified household and noble companions and all who follow his way, and may we be included among them and with them by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy and grace. My beloved community, brothers and sisters, I remind myself and all of you to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that taqwa of Allah is an indication of how alive our hearts really are. And as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, that the greatest provision for the hereafter is taqwa. taqwa, So that we increase and we prepare for the journey to the hereafter and meeting our generous Lord with the provision of taqwa. And the greatest way to attain taqwa and the source of taqwa for all of us is the prophet muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wasallam following his sunnah embodying his noble character and taking him as our imam in everything that we do sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wasallam as he said at-taqwa hahuna at-taqwa hahuna at-taqwa hahuna he said pointing to his noble heart that taqwa is here Taqwa takes place here and comes from the heart and indicating his noble heart, salawatullahi wa So the way that we fulfill our covenant with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the way that we take this provision of taqwa is following the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa wasallam and realizing that he is the guide and he is the light that shows us the way to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's good pleasure. As Allah tells us in the Quran, and whoever Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala does not give a light to, then that person has no light whatsoever. So the Prophet Muhammad is the light that shows us the way to every goodness. Success in this life and more importantly in the hereafter in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's garden and in levels of nearness to him Jalla جل Jalalu. So as we remember and reflect upon his birth as he was born in this noble month, the month of Rabiul Awal, awwal According to the Islamic calendar, it's an opportunity for us to recommit ourselves to the Prophet Sallallahu alayhi wa And to reorient ourselves and to really think, where am I now and where am I going? And where is it that I ultimately want to be? And we need that prophetic light in our lives. That the nature of this world, the vicissitudes of fate that come with difficult times and easy times and ups and downs, is that we need constant reassurance and constant reinforcement. And we have that in the example of Allah's Messenger. As as Sayyidina al-Abbas, the Prophet's uncle, said, referring to this light, and talking about this way of guidance, and having this illumination, and being able to progress on the spiritual path, he said in lines of poetry to the Prophet Muhammad وَأَنْتَ لَمَّا وُلِدْتَ أَشْرَقَتِ الْأَرْضُ وَضَاءَتْ بِنُورِكَ الْأُفُقُ فَنَحْنُ فِي He said in a hadith narrated by Imam al-Tabarani, which is Hassan, which is sound, and you, O Prophet, when you were born, the earth lit up and the horizons filled with your light. So we remain bathed in that radiance and light, as it takes us along the path of guidance. So we need this prophetic light in our lives. And one of the easiest ways to witness that light and beauty is in the character of the prophet Muhammad And I just wanted to share a very comprehensive description of his character, of his shama'il And it's so beautiful that it doesn't even really require a lot of commentary but just for us to really imagine the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa and feel this spiritual connection to him is something that bears great fruit and benefit in our lives. So he's described, Kana ahsan wa khuluqa, wa ila He, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, was the best of people in physical beauty and in beautiful character. And he was the best guide to show us the way to noble character sallallahu wa As many of the companions would say, if you had seen the Messenger of Allah, you would have seen the sunrise. That there was such a radiance and illumination coming from his blessed face sallallahu wa insani, لِلْإِنسَانِ وَيَفْسَحُ فِي الْإِحْسَانِ That he, صلى الله عليه وسلم, his character was the Qur'an. As a Sayyida Aisha رضي الله عنها وأرضاها, when they asked her about the Prophet's character, and she knew who, how he was even at home, in the privacy of his uh, home life. And she said, كَانَ خُلُقُهُ القرآن. His akhlaq, his character was the Qur'an everything that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded from us everything that is beloved to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he embodied that sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam and forgiveness was his natural disposition that he easily forgave people when it was related to his own rights yanṣaḥu lilihsani wa yafsaḥu he sincerely wanted good for people and counseled them and was there for them and he was vast in generosity. The Prophet Sallallahu especially in the month of Ramadan but throughout the year he was extremely generous that he wouldn't go to sleep with any wealth a gold or silver coin in his house Sallallahu Alaihi until he found someone in need to give it to them and that he was more generous than a wind that blows generously and brings pollination and things to life. Sallallahu Wasallam. He would forgive a wrong if it was directed at him. If someone, even in the case of the most egregious type of wrong, when people sought to assassinate him, he would forgive them. That's miraculous. If you even think that someone wants to steal from you or hurt you, it's very difficult to forgive them. These people came with the intent to kill, and he forgave them. Once while resting under a tree, the Messenger of Allah hung his sword on a branch of the tree. And there was a Bedouin man who was a disbeliever at the time, and he came as everyone was resting and didn't expect an attack, and he took the Prophet Prophet's sword, and the Messenger of Allah woke up and he looked, at the, he looked at this man and the man pointed the sword at him and he said man yamna'uka minni who's going to stop me from harming you? and the Prophet sallallahu this heart that is filled with ma'arif and filled with taqwa and the heart that is the nearest of all hearts to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said Allah and the man was shaken by the power of the Prophet sallallahu yaqeen and saying Allah subhanahu wa majestic name, the, the the sword fell from his hands, and the Prophet said him, he took the sword. He said مَنِّي أَمْنَعُكَ مِنِّي Who's going to stop me from you, from doing what I want to to you? He said كُنْ خَيْرَ Be generous, be kind to me in taking your sword back, and the Prophet said and forgave him and let him go. And the man was amazed by this character from the Messenger of Allah sallallahu wasallam. This is a very lofty level. And there are obviously exceptional circumstances for people and so forth. But generally speaking, when we talk about his akhlaq, if he can be that forgiving, then can't we forgive a relative who might have slighted us or a cousin who didn't... Uh, uh, you know, reach out to us in a long time or a sibling that we might have cut off and maybe they wronged us. But when we realize that this is the character of the Prophet ﷺ, that we should be quick to forgive and reconcile. So he would forgive a wrong if it was directed at him. But if Allah's commandments were transgressed against, there was no one who could stand in the way of his anger. Sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa wasallam. The Messenger of Allah was the most beautiful of all creation but he also was the most majestic. His beauty veiled his majesty but when his majesty became apparent no one could stand in his way. Sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi sallam Man ra'ahu badihatan haabba, wa man khalatahu ahabba Whoever saw him suddenly was in awe of him. They saw that majesty. They would be in awe of his presence, his beauty, his stature, everything that he had, sallallahu alayhi wa And he used to calm people down when they would be in awe of him. And he would say, I'm the son of a woman from Quraysh who used to eat dry meat. In other words, I'm someone very similar to you out of his humility and to calm that person's awe and whoever spent time and got to know him inevitably fell in love with him. صلى عليه وآله وصحبه وسلم يقول الحق ولو كان He would speak the truth even when it was bitter. ولا يضمر غشان ولا, ولا and he would never harbor any deceit nor ill will towards any Muslim. من نظر في وجهه أنه كذاب Whoever looked upon his face knew that this was not the face of a liar. And there were people who became Muslim just by looking at his face وسلم, like the head rabbi, one of the most knowledgeable rabbis of Medina. When he saw the Messenger of Allah, he said, this is not the face of a liar, and he became Muslim. Nam, that's beautiful, noble face that... Uh, that exudes truthfulness and honesty and trustworthiness. Sallallahu alayhi wa wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam And he, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, did not point out people's faults and blemishes. A Rammaz is someone who indicates to another person, like, look at that person, look at what they're doing. Rammaz, they indicate someone's flaws, they point out someone's flaws. He never did that sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wa sallam. And he loved to cover people's flaws. And he loved to highlight people's good qualities. sallallahu alaihi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. إِذَا سُرَّ فَكَأَنَّ وَجْهُهُ قِطْعَةُ قَمَرٌ When he was happy, it was as if his face was like the moon. sallallahu alaihi wa sallam. It lit up. It was beautiful to see and witness. وَإِذَا تَكَلَّمَ فَكَأَنَّ مَا يَجْنُونَ مِن كَلَامِهِ أَحْلَى ثَمَرٌ And when he spoke, people would reap the greatest fruits from his words. Imam al-Ghazali, the great proof of Islam and reviver of Islam, he said that every hadith, each of the Prophet sayings and words are oceans of knowledge. That if a scholar was to dedicate himself to one hadith in order to extract all of the lessons from it, there would still be lessons to be learned, and he would spend his whole life continuing to do so. So the Sahaba, they would take so many benefits from his words. If, uh, uh, الغمام, and when he smiled, وسلم, his teeth shone like uh, uh, hailstones. You know, when a fresh hailstone comes and it's very clean and pure. The Prophet ﷺ, his teeth were so radiant and white that that's how they would describe his smile. And when he spoke, it was as if pearls were emanating from his words. They could actually witness light coming from his blessed mouth. These are the descriptions of the Messenger of Allah. And for the believer, when hearing and reflecting upon the beauty of his character, the beauty even of his physical form, وسلم, these are things that engender love within the heart. That ulama, they say that we as human beings, by the nature of our fitra, and by the very nature of our souls, we incline towards beauty. And that there is an outward form of beauty, and even just talking about the Messenger of Allah, his face lighting up like the moon, his smile being radiant like hailstones, and how the Sahaba would describe his majestic countenance, وسلم, you realize the beauty of his physical form, which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fashioned him in the best way, so that hearts would incline towards him. And then his beautiful character عليه عليه, of forgiveness and forbearance and being kind to the poor and weak and orphans and widows. That he وسلم, was so humble that he would spend time with all different kinds of people, not seeing them as unworthy of his time, even when he had the greatest mission ever placed on a human being placed upon his shoulders sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa And then the third beauty, so they say beautiful form and beautiful character, is the beauty that you directly experience from someone. It increases you in love for them. And the beauty that each and every one of us has from the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is his love and concern for every single member of his ummah. As Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha wa Ardaha, she narrates a beautiful hadith where the Messenger of Allah makes a dua for her. She notices that he's in this very uplifting mood. So she says, O oh, Messenger of Allah, make dua for me. And he says, Sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbi, wa sallam, O oh Allah, forgive Aisha all of her sins, those that are past and those that will come in the future, those that are hidden and those that are public. And a Sayyida Aisha anha, when she receives this du'a from the best of creation, she's overjoyed. She said, "I was so happy that my head fell into my lap," and she was happy. And the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said, "Does that make you happy, O oh, Aisha?" She said, "O oh, Messenger of Allah, how could I not be happy that I received this du'a from you that is answered by Allah subhanahu wa taala?" خلاص, she got the golden ticket. And the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa he said, By Allah, O Aisha, this is my dua for my ummah in every single salah. This is my dua for my ummah in every single salah. That the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi is making dua for you and I before we even came into this world. And when we leave this world and we stand on the plane of judgment on Resurrection Day, when everyone is saying, نفسي, نفسي, myself, myself. يفر المرء من أخيه وأمه وآبي وصاحبته وبني لكل minhum منهم يومئذ يغني. On the day when a person will flee and run away from their own parents, their own children, their own spouses. And everyone will say, I have my own problems. I am not concerned about you. I have my own problems facing and standing before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every single person will say that. And the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam will say, Ummati, 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 my ummah, my community. He's saying that sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam on that day when every single person is concerned about their own selves and focused on their own selves sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. So this shows us the love that the Messenger of Allah عليه عليه, has for each and every one of us and what we owe Him. And that increases us in love and that increases us in this closeness to the Messenger of Allah عليه وسلم عليه وسلم. So we have to reflect on these types of beauty and we have to increase in love, especially in this month. We ask Allah subhanahu wa taala to make us of those who are sincere in all that we do and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala beautifies our characters and beautifies our hearts and souls with our connection to the Messenger of Allah and in following his radiant and beautiful and life-giving sunnah and that we are reflections of that light for all of humanity so that people who are experiencing the constriction of the world and the painfulness of the darkness of the dunya that when they see us as reflections of the one who was sent as a mercy to all the worlds that they have an expansion from that constriction and that we give them from that light that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us and their state changes from damnation and wretchedness to nearness and felicity and belovedness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wallahu kulu wa qawluhu al-haqqu al Wa-idha qur'i al-Qur'an fa-stam'i'u lahu wa-an-situu turhamun Wa-qala tabaraka wa ta'ala Fa-idha al-Qur'an fa-sta'idh bil-lahi min rajim shaytani r ra A'udhu bil min ومثلهم في الانجين كزرع اخرج شطاه فازره فاستغلظ فاستوى على سوقه يعجب الزرع عليه بِهِمُ الكفار وعد الله الذين امنوا وعملوا الصالحات منهم wa واجرا عظيما Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala says the translation of which is Muhammad is the messenger of Allah and those with him are firm with the disbelievers. What does this mean? Is that they stand firm upon the truth and do not sway for the disbelievers and are compassionate with one another. You see them bowing and prostrating in prayer, seeking Allah's bounty and pleasure. The sign of brightness can be seen on their faces from the traces of prostrating in prayer. فِي مِنْ أَثَرِ السُّجُودِ People could see the noor emanating from their faces because they were people who truly prostrated to Allah This is their description in the Torah. And their parable in the Gospel, the Injil, is that of a seed that sprouts its tiny branches, making it strong. Then it becomes thick, standing firmly on its stem to the delight of the planters. In this way, Allah makes the believers a source of dismay for the believers, that they want the disbelievers to continuously be in a state of loss and regression. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just like the seed, it continues to grow stronger and its branches spread out further and it bears fruit that benefits humanity. To those of them who believe and do good, Allah has promised forgiveness and a great reward. wa lakum fil-Quran al ونفعنا بما فيه من الايات والذكر الحكيم واجارنا من خِزِّهِ وعذابه الاليم اقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم ولي والدينا وللسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه انه هو الغفور الرحيم ان الحمد لله حمدا يوافي نعمه ويكافئ مزيده ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا محمدًا عبده ورسوله اللهم صلِّ وسلِّم وبارك عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني We have to take time to dedicate ourselves to learning about the Prophet Sallallahu عليه to really contemplating his beautiful character to committing ourselves to his sunnah. And his sunnah is not something that is merely outward, but the inward sunnah of states with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of spiritual purity, of certitude, of beautiful character. That is also uh, part of the sunnah that we must dedicate ourselves to embodying and acquiring. And there is no better time than this month of his birth such that we have a rebirth and a reconnection to the Prophet ﷺ in our lives and in our homes and with our families and with our children and that that beauty spreads to our brothers and sisters in humanity we ask Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala to remove the veils and the obstacles that prevent us from being closer to His beloved Prophet SallAllahu Alaihi Wa Wa Sahbihi Wasallam and that He makes each and every one of us ambassadors who reflect the truth and reflect His light and reflect His beauty Salawatullahi Wa Salamuhu Alaihi Wa akthiru minas salati wa salami alal al-bashir nadheer siraj al-munir Sayyidina Muhammadin fa-innallaha amarakum bi-amrin bada'a fihi binafsih وَثَنَّ بِالْمَلَائِكَةِ الْمُسَبِّحَةِ بِقُدْسِهِ، وَآيَهَ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ تَعْمِيمًا، فَقَالَ مُخْبِرًا وَآمِرًا لَهُمْ تَكْرِيمًا، إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ، يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا، اللهم صلِّ وسلِّم وبارك على سيدنا محمدٍ وعلى مؤازير رسول الله في حالي الساعة والضيق خليفة رسول الله سيدنا أبي بكرٍ الصديق رضي الله عنه وعلى الناطق بالصواب حليف المحراب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه وعلى من استحيت منه ملائكة الرحمن ذو النورين أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عثمان بن عفان رضي الله عنه وعلى أخ النبي المصطفى وابن عمه، ووليه وباب مدينة علمه، إمام أهل المشارق والمغارب، أمير المؤمنين سيدنا علي بن أبي طالب رضي الله عنه، وعلى الحسن والحسين سيدي شباب أهل الجنة في الجنة، وريحانتي نبيك بنص السنة، وعلى أمهما الحوراء، فاطمة البتول الزهراء، وخديجة الكبرى، وعائشة الرضا وعلى امهات المؤمنين اجمعين وعلى الحمزه والعباس وسائر اهل بيت نبيك الذي طهرتهم من الدنس والارجاس وعلينا مَعْهُمْ فيهم برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا في مقامنا هذا الا غفرته ولا همنا الا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا الا قضيتها يا ارحم الراحمين اللهم ات نُفُوسَنَا نفسنا تقواها وزكها انت خير من زكاها انت ونيها ومولاها يا ارحم الراحمين او oh Allah, we ask you almost generous and merciful that you grant each and every one of us and all those in our homes and our loved ones a direct connection to your beloved Prophet. We ask you, Ya Allah, that we become reflections of His noble Sunnah, that we have His generosity, that we have His forbearance, that we express His mercy to all the worlds. Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you make us those who serve his deen and his da'wah, Ya Akram al Akrameen, in whatever way is easy for us, and that you increase us in honor and that you increase us in following his sunnah, that you increase us in beauty and light, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you bless this congregation and you bless all of those who work uh, in order to bring this together and provide this service for the community. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you aid them and support them and allow this congregation to grow multiple times over and over, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. And that our brothers and sisters enter into this religion, and that you put, place this light into their hearts. Ya Akram al Akramin, wa ya Arham Rahimin, and those who support this congregation, we ask you, Ya Allah, that you bless their arzaq, that you bless their provision inwardly and outwardly, and that you fulfill all of their needs. And whoever is sick, that you give them a speedy uh, a relief and that they come back to good health, Ya Akram al-Akrameen. Anyone who has a debt, that you fulfill their debt. Anyone who has any need that is uh, permissible and pleasing to you, Ya Arham al Rahimin, that you fulfill their needs. Ya Akram al Akramin, wa Ya Arham al-Rahimeen. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala sayyidina Muhammadin and sadiq al-Ameen, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Ibadallah, inna allaha amara bi thalathin wa naha an thalath. Inna wal ihsani wa ita'idhi al-Qurba. وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولذكر الله اكبر واقم الصلاه